Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. Let's take a look at some headlines investors will be paying attention to today. But first, Ryan, how was Father's Day, man? Uh, Father's Day, every year it gets a bit more meaningful, okay. uh, more effective because um, the kid gets older and it kind of evolves, right? When the kid, or oh, my kids are about five years old right now. Okay. So you get into that stage where she can engage with you a bit on a deeper right, level. Right, right, right. And she is able to appreciate things a bit more. So you have that going. So I think this is something I've been thinking about. You know, all the gifts she's been giving me in the past few years. You know, last year was a plastic laminated tie that her school helped <laughs> her with. But this year is different because she wrote the card by herself. Ah, So it's a bit more meaningful for me. But I didn't go out to her, but it was uh, more of an intimate type of celebration. Right, right. Nothing spectacular. But how about yourself? What do you get up to? It was quiet fast day for me. Um, but I noticed this in your family. You guys tend to have a culture where you make gifts for each other. That's right. So this is something we've been doing for Valentine's Day as well because we want to escape yeah. the crowds yeah, yeah, and yeah. not pay exorbitant amounts for dinner or what have you during these special occasions. So it's also, I guess, a bit more meaningful for us to do our own thing. I think you get used to a nice home-cooked meal, especially post-pandemic, right? And, you know, when you try and book a restaurant for things like Father's Day or Mother's Day, it's just impossible to get a seat on the day itself because everyone's got the same idea as you. Yeah, so <laughs> this helps us, you know, I guess, uh, watch our budgets and purse strings yeah, a bit more yeah. as well. You know, a home-cooked meal, it, you can... Dress it up a little bit. That's got a lot more meaning to it. I'm sure, a lot of people uh, have the same idea. But let's take a look at uh, what's in focus this week. I wonder how Jay Powell's uh, Father's Day went because <laughs> he's back in the hot seat again this week. Oh, maybe he could be telling some dad jokes oh, when he dear. heads to Capitol Hill this week. So last week, of course, we had the FOMC and all the central banks uh, just pretty much setting expectations of what is to come when it comes to interest rate hikes in the coming months. Okay. And this week, we have him heading to Capitol Hill where he is expected to reiterate his stance that the Fed and FMC will do anything it takes to keep inflation expectations from rising. So this is something he'll be going through with his routine testimony to Congress. And he's like to say their commitment to price stability is unconditional. So it's going to be a very, in a sense, hawkish type of meeting where he's going to be just laying out that the Fed is going to be watching data very closely mm-hmm. and doing mm-hmm. what it takes to respond to that data. And likely the data will point to inflation to be sticky for quite some time. And of course, inflation has become quite a bit of a political issue as well because yeah. of what it means for the price of living and all the unhappiness with everyone when you see the price of oil and fuel go up to record levels. So something that will be under scrutiny from lawmakers as well as the potential headlines that markets would be watching out for. Yeah, it's interesting you bring up this oil thing, right? Because there's another thing worth taking a look at on the horizon. So the chief executives of two airlines out of Australia, Qantas being one of them, uh, the other 
is Virgin Australia talking about how, okay, you've got demand come back. Yes, people want to travel there at pre-COVID levels, but you have to make up for the fuel costs. And does that mean you need to rise prices for, for air tickets? Janet Yellen herself has also come out on another front to talk about how you may not be able to avoid that recession, but the economy and the labour market has recovered. They've reached full employment. Yeah, that is an interesting scenario, right? You have to pass on the costs yeah. of whatever you have to take on. And the question will then be, how much can you raise your prices up to until demand is destroyed because at some point consumers like you and me will not be willing to pay that price and yeah, then no yeah, one will buy exactly. the product and then it kind of leads into a bit of a spiral so something I think everyone will be have to um, grapple with in terms of their pricing models greatest balancing act ever we're looking out for updated consumer sentiment readings this Friday I believe that's right from the US the University of Michigan comes up with this uh, reading every month. And this is going to be significant because in recent times, Fed Chair Jerome Powell has said this index is one of the factors that it looks at to decide what it needs to do for its interest rates. So this time around, I think a lot more market watchers will be watching out for that reading. And if you look at what happened in the preliminary reading for June, it showed a record low for sentiment. And if we get an even lower number, it Mm. just could mean an indication or reflection of how weak consumer sentiment is heading towards. And that could just lead to, as you expect, more talk about a potential recession on the horizon. Mm. Oh my gosh. And, uh, what else are we looking at? Uh, some earnings. FedEx is in focus this Thursday. The digital coin roller coaster looks set to continue. Yeah, so this is off the back of all the volatility and wild swings we saw in recent days in the markets. And over the weekend, it continued for cryptocurrency. Mm. And we saw quite a few milestones being hit on Saturday and Sunday. So let's start with Saturday where we saw it just plummet below the key 20,000 level and then go down further to as low as 17,599. So that is something I think that got a lot of people nervous in the cryptocurrency space. They were asking, you know, how low can this get? And then things swung around on Sunday. Yeah, so now it's going back up. It's going back up again, up 16%. And we are looking at prices for Bitcoin up above 20 thousand five hundred dollars but for the year it is still down 41 percent so quite reflective of how the cryptocurrency space has been yeah. so choppy twenty thousand is actually what end of 20 wait, end of 2017 levels or 2018 levels it's not, not yeah not <laughs> too far away or not too long yeah. ago it I was mean, it's at gone, level and it's gone up yeah, to as yeah. high as sixty seven thousand sometime in the past year I believe in November and then it's back down again to 20,000 plus. So it's been up and down as long as you can remember. All right. I, I want to know more about this one. So Juneteenth. Now, why is it called Juneteenth? Okay, so US markets will be closed today because of Juneteenth. And this is one of those US holidays that has historical significance. So this marks the end of slavery in the United States. Ah. So it's called Juneteenth because it's the 19th of June. So they've right. kind of mashed up the words together to call it Juneteenth. And now it's a public holiday. 
holiday. So something to take note of, it will be quieter than usual tonight mm. because there will be no trading. Okay. Very quickly, let's take a look at what to expect this week. Today, uh, you'll hear this on our calendar of the day mm. segment. We're getting China's May one-year and five-year loan prime rate fixings as well as the Horn of Africa conference. Stay tuned to find out more about that. Tomorrow, the Bank of Australia is in action. Mm, So one to watch as we saw the RBA um, really surprise markets with that 50 basis point hike recently and we are watching out to see what our signals we can see between the lines when it comes to the minutes and by and large a lot of people watching for them to raise rates even more in the next meeting by 75 basis points jumping on the bandwagon when it comes mm. to rate hikes of 75 basis points so oh gosh this is with the view that inflation will continue to kick up and they are expecting local inflation to hit as high as seven percent wow. and the rba governor philip Lowe will also be speaking and giving his outlook on the economy so you've got a lot of data to trade on if you are watching the australian market all right on thursday is going to be quite interesting so we've talked about this before and now we'll get the results of the 2022 stress test of big bank finances yeah so this is how the fed tries to make sure that things are okay with the financial system Mm. and it goes through a bit of a simulation where they have a hypothetical economic downturn just testing all the banks portfolios to see how much the banks need to have in order to guard against potential losses. So in the past few stress tests, the banks have managed to pass it. So we see if this time around, it's going to be any different. And of course, it takes on a bit more significance as we hear more talk about recession around the corner. Yeah, yeah, quite a number of banks also in action. Bank of Indonesia, Philippine Central Bank, China's presidency is hosting the BRIC video summit. Mm. Friday, quite a lot of things happening as well. SoftBank, Group AGM, GoGoX listing in Hong Kong. But the one that probably will catch our attention is the Japan inflation data. Mm, we've seen how the JCN has been weakening in the past few months, now at 24-year lows. Wow. So this is going to be an indication of how tight it needs to keep its policy with the inflation rate coming through on Friday, uh, where we are expecting the core index to just stick around the 2.1% level where it was for April. And this is, of course, with how they are trying to raise inflation more. Uh, It's a very different picture in Japan versus the rest of most of the world, where it's been on a bit of a divergent more accommodative policy Mm. versus the other countries. So it's been weakening the yen. And this inflation data will help to decide if it is able to tighten its policy down the road. But by and large, no big changes expected going on the data consensus forecast. All right. Thanks a lot, Ryan. Ryan returns at 7.35 with the finance update. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.